Welcome back to Versus Extreme. I'm Marcus Driscoll, a broken outlet. I'm Tommy Calhoun, a light bulb. And I'm Tim Sneezy from Sleeping Beauty. Nice. I have some news. Yeah? Yeah. I've started watching all the Harry Potter movies. Okay. So far, I am four deep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you excited for number five? Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I always forget that you haven't seen any of the Harry... Nope. For a while, you hadn't seen any of the Harry Potter movies. Never read them, never watched them. Uh, A few years ago, I watched one. Can't believe this. And then, uh, I I mean, I remembered it, of course, so then, like, me and Rachel started watching two, and Mm -hmm. then we watched three the next night. Last night, we watched four. Probably have to skip watching tonight, but I'm going to be back on that bandwagon. The next time Mm -hmm. we record this podcast, I should be a, a master at the lore... Of Harry Potter and well, Hogwarts and the world okay. of wizardry. So, Hold on a second. what what would you claim that you're you're at? What level are you on right now? Right now, yeah. What level of mastery are you on? Yeah, probably like adept to master, right? Or like adept to expert, right now. Oh yeah. Okay. 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 So mm-hmm. you still have after expert, then you have master, mm-hmm. grandmaster, yes. mm-hmm. uh, until I get challenger rank in. Harry Potter. Well, hold on a second. Hold on a second. There's still at least seven. There's other still at ranks least like six between, or seven ranks that we have to go through. Yeah, between Grandmaster and Challenger that you have to mm-hmm. go through. Well, no, I'm already. Well, like... well then you prestige. Well, then and then you have to me. watch the movies again. Quiz yeah, me. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. What color are Harry Potter's eyeballs? Green. Next question. Keep I mean, going. Green? I can do this all day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. Uh, what does everyone say Harry looks like? like? Harry? Yeah. They say he looks like uh, like a moldy loaf of bread. Next question. Okay. Oh yeah, you got um, that one. Right. Uh, okay. Um. What is uh, Hermione's cat's name? Uh, Granger. Next question. Okay. Who's Hedwig? That's the that's the owl. <laughs> no, no, no. Hedweed. Yeah, that's what I said. It's the owl. <laughs> no, 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 no. Next question. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, uh, what about Hogsweed? His teeth. <laughs> That's what he calls his teeth. This is hogs. His hogsweed. It's, okay, it's more. What is that's the, less heart, Harry Potter lore and more British. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, what is the giant creature that lives in the lake? The Leviathan. Next okay. question. Yeah. The lake at uh, Hogwarts. That is not mm-hmm. hogsweed. Completely different place. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what they call their teeth. Is hogsweed. Yeah. The Leviathan. Yeah. Or Who's the creature in the lake. No, the creature in the lake is the Leviathan. They call their teeth hogsweed. Tommy, keep up. God, you don't know anything about Harry Potter. Oh my God. Who's the uh, divination professor? That's Dumbledore. Easy. Yeah. Who's the defense against the dark arts teacher? Um, Snape. Always. Every year it's Snape. And the potions master? That's Buttfinkel. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on what movie we're talking about, because Buttfinkel was in like the first couple, and then I think they just switched over to a new guy. They switched over to uh, Tim Curry. Like, the Tim Curry in the movie? Yeah, and it's weird. I don't know how... I guess they just like couldn't get Tim Curry to play Tim Curry. So like they had to get a lookalike to play Tim Curry. <laughs> so but it's the a guy that they guy did get, playing Tim Curry. Yeah, they got um, okay. James Ackroy to play uh, Tim Curry. And he really <laughs> I hate this. I hate it so much. <laughs> <laughs> I hate... You guys uh, want to do a question? <laughs> yes. Last, last question. What's the uh, what's the most forbidden spell? The butt fartimus spell. <laughs> Well, you passed with flying colors. Yeah, yeah you know, I even, think... You even trumped my trick question. I love that scene in the movie when <laughs> Mad-Eye Moody takes that little, like, uh, crab spider thing and points his wand at it and says, Fartimus! <laughs> it just starts farting and Neville starts freaking out. He has PTSD. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, God! But a Spartimus. Oh, no. Okay, uh, so yes... The I Ministry of Magic doesn't want me to show you Fartimus. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I think it's important for the young people to know what they're up against. <laughs> I have a submission for you guys. Please <laughs> take me away. Oh my god. Ugh. Okay, so this one comes from at Trashnality1 on Twitter. Thank you, at Trashnality1 on Twitter. Thank you. Thank you. And it is The Beast from Beauty and the Beast Mm -hmm. versus Radigan from The Great Mouse Detective, upscaled. Okay. Yeah, uh, so uh, effectively they're both going to be like the same general size, uh, but they keep their physiques and like characters and characteristics and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, so I know both of you guys are very familiar with uh, both of these characters as I watch both of you yeah. Google them just to make sure. I just need a refresher on what Radigan looked like okay. and then I'm solid. Okay, so nice. I actually don't know that much about Radigan. I saw, I only saw... Great Mouse Detective once when I was mm-hmm. just a wee lad. That's all you need, dude. Um, I don't remember anything about Rad again except what he looks like now. Thanks, Google. Okay. Um, but I do know plenty about Beast from Beauty and the Beast. Okay. I would dare dare yeah. I say I might know more about Beast from Beauty and the Beast than I do about Harry Potter. Whoa, that's and that's saying something. That's not, that's yeah, saying something. That As someone who's seen lot. half the Harry Potter movies, one time, I think I know mm. what I'm talking. about. Yes. Okay. Cool. Um. So, uh, tell me about Beast from Beauty and the Beast. What are his feats? Um. Roar, okay. Claw, yeah. Smelly, strong. Yes, he can transform into a frat boy. Well, not at will though. But he can. But he can. Wait a second. What? He can. Yeah. Whenever. That's literally the whole plot of the movie <laughs> is he transforms into a frat boy at the end. Okay. Sorry. My bad. Yeah. He He's did. got the flow, dude. Okay. My, I'm sorry, dude. That was my mistake. <laughs> Okay, so uh, frat boyness is. I feel like if he transforms into a frat boy, he becomes less, much less significant. Well, um, have you ever spent a lot of time around a frat boy? Yeah, sadly, it sucks. yes. Yep. Yeah, it does but that's sucks. not the point. The point is, <laughs> the point is, is that the frat boy version of the beast was much smaller. Yeah, much less strong, much less stinky, much less roar, much mm. less claw. The stink is what's putting the is like what's helping the beast out the most. Yeah. Well, I mean, versus Radigan. I mean, Radigan's a rat. He probably whoa, 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 ho, ho, ho. He's a mouse. Thank you. His name's fucking Radigan, and the, he's a mouse. What the fuck movie is this? He's a mouse. Dude. All I all I remember about that movie is that he dies from a Rube Goldberg machine at the end. <laughs> That's not true. What? That is literally true. It the was Great a mouse massive detective clock. It was a turns ma- on a the great massive clock that is a Rube Goldberg. It's literally a Rube Goldberg no, machine, and it work. kills. Crack. <laughs> Hold on, did you just say that's how clocks work? Like, there's, like, 12 games of mousetrap no, inside of the clock? No, no, no. Have they... Clocks I mean, he have made, fucking gears in them, he man. He ta- yeah, yeah, start yeah. a clock, but the clock starting activates this whole other sequence of events that kills Radigan, and it's not the clock itself. Okay, sure. Anyway. Clocks don't kill people. So anyway, you Rube Goldberg machine anyway what I'm saying is, <laughs> if, if the Beast can build a Rube Goldberg machine before the Radigan can shoot him with his gun, then the Beast wins. Radigan has a gun? I don't think Radigan yeah. has a gun. We may be talking about a different movie. <laughs> oh, wait a second. What? <laughs> At what point of the movie does Radigan have a gun? Do you guys know how... Oh, I'm thinking of Ratatouille. Oh, my God. What Ratatouille does Ratatouille <laughs> Have you guys watched gun? Ratatouille? I've yes. watched Ratatouille so many times. Oh. And Great Mouse That's Detective. the deleted scenes. So, like, for the movie, for the children's version, to get Leany Linguini to move around, they're like, okay, well, we can't have Remy threaten him with a gun. 
Yeah. So we have to have him control him somehow else. So oh, they so, have Remy oh. move him with his hair. So originally, Remy just sat inside the hat with a good boy to his head. <laughs> yeah. Just whispering <laughs> orders to him. Lenny Linguini, you Italian-looking motherfucker, if you don't go over there and make the best goddamn ratatouille you've ever seen in your whole life, I'm going to shoot you in the goddamn head. fucking brains out, dude. Okay. You're going to put that tomato paste, you're going to let it reduce with water and white wine. <laughs> Do not let it yeah. burn. Do not let it burn. <laughs> Ratatouille was much more similar to The Godfather than Ratatouille when <laughs> when the first pitch came out. And yeah. then they had to kind of tone it down for the yeah. kids. Okay, anyway, here's why Radigan will win. So at the end of Beauty and the Beast, uh, the Beast uses his army of objects, mm-hmm. like uh, people what were turned into things inside of his castle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He uses his army to fend off Gaston's fools. Uh, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Radigan, similarly, also has an army of mice. Not rats. Can't stress that enough. Yes, not rats. And also, mm-hmm. I cannot stress enough how much Radigan is not a rat. Radigan's a mouse. Massive mm-hmm. fucking mouse. If you say that he's a rat, he also has a massive beast under his control. It is a cat. And if we were to upscale Radigan, we would also be upscaling this massive cat uh, as one of his minions. Because the beast also gets all of his minions. Well, are we upscaling the beast's minions? No, because I don't feel like it's fair to upscale all of Radigan's stuff, but not upscale any of Beast's stuff. You know, why do they need to be upscaled? Well, I mean, we're upscaling all of Radigan's stuff. No, we're upscaling all of Radigan's stuff because you know they're mouse size. You guys are losing. I've lost the plot here. I got a question. Okay, (laughs) for this fight. Okay, so it's is it just Radigan versus just Beast? You know what? Actually, let's go with that first. And okay. then if we have time mm. for it, I want to come back to uh, them with their collective armies together. Okay, well, let's just, let's just go ahead and do round one real quick. Okay, so mm. here's the thing of, as to why Radigan would win. Okay, one, the beast is a softie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen that uh, from the beginning. The beast was already, you know, he was angry. He was mad boy. Uh, anyone who came in, he would just get mad and start getting all, all brooding and yeah. whatnot. He would just be like, oh, I don't want anyone to see me. Uh, I'm disgusting. Radigan mm-hmm. has... Uh, fully embraced his mousehood. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He would. He will fuck a motherfucker up. He's conniving. He plots. Mm-hmm. He has plans. Uh, the beast just doesn't have the upper yeah. hand in such a battle. And also, Radigan has a second form as well. Yeah. There's no arguments from me in this. Yeah, yeah. I think my thing is like looking at Radigan. You can tell by that shitty grin that he's a shitty deer. He, yeah. Like, he yeah. is absolutely you know out the you know fuck. He literally but, has the pointy teeth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Beast, on the other hand, is all bark, no bite. Like, yeah. he's literally just, you know, slovenly, lonely piece of shit. Yeah. Remember when yeah. the Beast got beat up by a gang of wolves? Yeah, I remember Yeah, that. I do remember that. Yeah, if Beast were real, he would be, like, at some sort of intersection between, like, the incel and, like, super nice guy. Yeah. I feel like yeah. he would hit that, like, that intersection somewhere. Right. Well, okay, hold on. Let's Stay at that. home all the time. <laughs> yep. His room is full of like discarded bottles of Mountain Dew and Dr. Pepper and old Dorito bags. Damn. Because yeah. he doesn't go outside. Damn. That, that, that. that <laughs> His animate objects are two liters. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. I can't say much against that, but I will say it hurts. Um, yeah, no. Now, Winky, if we're taking this in a round two, yeah. I would like to pitch this to you. Sure. If we're doing minion army versus minion army, yeah. mm-hmm. I think that it would be more of a close fight if we let like the fight take place in Beast Castle, like Radigan and his army are storming Beast Castle. Uh, because like if all of you know we're scaling up Radigan, 
Then the variant, and we're not, you know, size adjusting Lumiere. See, the thing about them is that they don't need to be size adjusted because they're already, they're appropriate size for the situation. And now here's what I'm saying is that, like, while Radigan would be scaled up to the beast size, that would only make his, like, smaller mice accomplices, like, effectively the size of small hobbits. So they're, all of his mice are the size of Lumiere. Well, not well. That's not Lumiere is much smaller, but See, there are other things inside the castle that are bigger than Lumiere. Mm-hmm. He's not the only thing. Also, yeah. he has a lot more. Uh, um, he has a much more higher uh, amount of like armor stands and yeah. Mm-hmm. He has a bunch of things inside this place. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Gotcha. Like he has a lot of. Uh, it's been a long time there. since I've seen Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, and think- so like uh, imagine like like uh, Radigan, he would just have a bunch of like effectively hobbits. Like they would all be like Frodo sized. Compared mm. to like uh, like a Gandalf sized character, this is gotcha. where I'm leaning on this. I think that uh, Radigan pretty handily takes it if this is in the Winky Dome and it's mm. Army v Army. I think it's pretty fair to let them be storming uh, Beast Castle. Yeah, if if yeah, if they're storming Beast Castle, then I think that Beast might have the upper hand, just mm-hmm. like a by a little bit, just from going from what you were saying, Winky yeah. about like he has a lot more things. They're a lot more like used to the battlefield. Mm-hmm. And a lot of Beast Army's thing works on surprise. Like, yeah. Yeah. they don't expect things to be alive, and they are. So, like, mm. uh, I think that that's the, that's the big big selling point for me. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Plus, like, we only see Beast Army go up against Gaston's Fools, which is just, yeah. like, literally every village idiot. Yeah. Right. Which, <laughs> which is, be- like, which, like, <laughs> to be fair, like, probably pretty strong. Yeah. But, like... The all these people that are animate objects are all just like regular people that got turned into animate objects and like probably aren't super vicious. Whereas yeah. Radigan's army is a bunch of bloodthirsty mice and a giant cat. I will say, <laughs> all the bloodthirsty mice—they are a bunch of drunken fools. They drink a lot. I mean, that's fair. They are a lot of them are very stupid, and they just kind of follow Radigan because they're afraid of him. Mm. Um, I think it's gonna be a hot take. I think. It's a 50-50 if you give Radigan his massive cat. Because yeah. I still think inside of Beast Castle that Radigan's hobbits, his mice hobbits, I think they're going to get taken. However, Radigan's going to kick the beast and then everyone that downstairs is going to be distracted with uh, fighting the, off the big old cat. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm there with that. I, I, think, I think it's probably more than a 50-50 in Radigan's favor just because like... He's just got a bunch of drunken idiots, which are, like, more idiots than Gaston's Fools, and they're not inherently against property destruction, which I don't think Gaston's Fools were either, but, like, I feel like Radigan's yeah. guys were just would just be like, oh, all the bookcases are after us? Pour some liquor on them and light them on fire. <laughs> like, what's the problem? Okay, like, yeah, it would get pretty destructive yeah. pretty quickly. That would be really morbid, actually. Yeah. It would get really Because well, they don't know their people. I mean, not that Gaston's Fools knew they were, but, like, yeah. they'd be like, oh, shit, some animated bookcases. These are bookcases. Yeah. And then light them on fire. And also, The Grace Mouse Detective was a much more dark movie. Oh, yeah. No, I, that is one thing that did stick with me as yeah. a kid, is, like, finishing that movie and being like, I'm going to jettison every memory of this movie, except <laughs> for the big Rube Goldberg machine at the end, because... That was cool. And everything else was sad. <laughs> I still don't know what you're talking about with the Rube Goldberg machine. It was just a big clock. I mean, yeah, it may have been a big clock, but the way he died was a big Rube Goldberg machine because he does one thing and then there's like six scenes of that thing affecting other things. And then the last thing is the guy dies. I the should way watch he, that movie again. Tommy, the way he died was he overcooked the pasta and so Ratatouille had to fucking put lead through his skull. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. <laughs> yeah, please. 
this is my Reddit question for the week. I okay. took it from the Who Would Win subreddit, and this was posted by user Nintendo is my city. Help! A man has fallen into the river, and Nintendo is my city. Sorry. Um, oh my god! <laughs> was that a Lego? Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. Okay, never mind. Continue. It was. <laughs> um, we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> uh, anyway, the question itself is. Gordon Ramsay can now breathe underwater. Can he fix the chum bucket? Holy shit. The Kitchen Nightmares cameramen are all present, and they can breathe underwater, too. Whatever has to happen so that this can, like... So that this, like, at least the premise can start. Yeah. Um, Gordon will not help Plankton steal the secret formula. He's willing to help, but not break the law. Gordon has access to his pool of money and can take as long as he needs to fix the chum bucket. Plankton is fully aware of how poor his food is, and while Gordon can't help Plankton steal the formula, that doesn't mean Plankton won't stop attempting to. Oh. Okay, so here's my thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think Gordon Ramsay absolutely could Mm -hmm. help save the chum bucket, because we've actually seen the chum bucket's food before. It's literally just chum. Chummed fish? Like, it's just blended fish. It's literally just like, imagine going to a restaurant and getting served like your neighbor. And so, like... Don't want to think about it. We're just going to keep going past that. I think that if Gordon Ramsay were there, he would just be like, hey, this is kind of fucked up. Like, I may not be the Krabby Patty, but I'm going to show you how to just make a regular hamburger <laughs> like <laughs> these are these are foods that you can make that aren't people now of course you won't get a good seal on the burger because we're underwater but <laughs> god jesus christ you can use some dried seaweed instead of lettuce <laughs> since you don't have lettuce yeah i think what plankton will do is make it like a kelp place you know You'll just make a kelp place. Like in that one episode with the kelp shake, except for it won't be a kelp shake, it'll just be like a kelp place. So he'll have kelp yeah. burgers, kelp salads, shit like that. Oh. So like a like under the water vegan yeah. type thing. Yeah, I think Plankton would serve well there. Yeah. Because effectively with everything vegan, you can just science it out. You know, Gordon. Make it good. It's, not, it's, less, it's more of a science than an art veganism mm-hmm. is. Do you think Plankton could get Gordon's help on either finding a talking dog or creating one? What? Because there was that one episode of SpongeBob where all the crowd left the Krusty Krab like a few times because they were like, there's a talking dog at the Shell Shack. And then everybody went to go check it out. Uh, and then after that, there's like another big crowd mm-hmm. and they sing guy comes back and he's like, the talking dog at the Shell Shack, it's singing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and everybody was like, ah. <laughs> I feel like stuff like that Gordon wouldn't go to because he would be like, no, that's a gimmick. You know, he wants some sustainability here, right? Yeah. He needs solid food mm. to rename the place instead of the chum bucket and name it something mm. good. Actually take down the whole fucking building. Yeah. Start from scratch because <laughs> it looks like shit. It's a fucking bucket. Get rid of it. I don't like it. Okay. To be fair, that's a pretty distinct, like, yeah, uh, like eye-catching thing is a giant fucking bucket with a hand on it. That's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. If you can, can, if you can skew the bucket to be something else, that's a good business. Maybe, mistake. maybe if we're going with the kelp theme, mm-hmm. uh, don't call it the chum bucket. Call it the kelp bucket. Put some massive green kelp sticking out of the top of it, mm-hmm. like coming down yeah, on the yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. Like you can hair. make a little little botanical garden on the top. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah, you yeah. could do some shit where you're like, all of our food is hydroponically sourced from the yeah. top of the chum bucket. Yeah. Yeah, just like, like that. that. Hydroponics really bring the people in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, my only thing is, like, I just don't think Plankton would be willing to work hard at actually making a restaurant. Because, like, 
that's that's like always the problem, right? It's like he has all of this like like obviously a ton of knowledge. He has a fucking supercomputer. Yeah. And like the capability to make all of the like all of the automatic systems to make the the burgers at, or like the food at the chum bucket. Yeah. But like he just doesn't ever use it to make a good menu. He always uses it to steal the Krabby Patty yeah, formula. Yeah. I think so I think it would just be could Gordon Ramsay turn the heart of a completely blackened soul. <laughs> See, here's the thing. I think Gordon Ramsay could save the chum bucket if mm-hmm. he got Plankton far away from it. Because, like, what started oh. off as Plankton's obsession with, like, you know, he wanted to make a better restaurant and by stealing the the formula for Mr. Krabs. And I think yes. that now he's kind of deluded himself, and it's more so like he uses that to justify his true want, which is, like, he wants Mr. Krabs to suffer. Like, he wants Mr. Yeah. Krabs to go he out of business. he wants him to fail. Yeah. I think, yeah. I don't know if Gordon Ramsay could fix this. You know who could? Who? Fucking Dr. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely the fuck not. <laughs> Okay, I think I understand how this works. Is like, Gordon comes comes in and he does his usual like, oh, what the fuck is this? This is so fucking raw. How do you expect me to eat this? I feel so disrespected eating here. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. all that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he sits down and has a heart to heart with Plankton. He's like, you don't want to be running a restaurant, do you? What do you really want? And Plankton's like. I just want Mr. Krabs to suffer. Is <laughs> <laughs> fucking Ernie from Sesame Street? <laughs> yeah, I can't do a plaintive voice, so I just went with the next best thing. Can. And Gordon's like, okay, give me a second to think on this. You just want someone else to suffer so much that you built a whole restaurant across the street from theirs that never makes any money in order to spite them and constantly be a nuisance in their life. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, I got it. And then they go on like a big Anthony Bourdain style like food trip where he's like, this is tzatziki sauce. And like <laughs> Plankton's like, I've never had anything like this. He's like, yeah, because all you guys is eat, eat is fucking kelp and coral. <laughs> Who eats coral? Yeah, you're not and, supposed to eat coral. Yeah, no, only fish eat coral. Um, and then like they go on this whole thing and then Plankton opens up like a food court. Okay. The only places to eat in the entirety of Bikini Bottom are like the Krusty Krab, the Shell Shack, Weenie Hunt Jr.'s, Goofy Goober Place. Um, that one bar. That one bar where you have to be tough as nails to enter. Yeah. And like... Salty Saloon. Yeah. Those have very specific like clientele. But if you just open a fucking food court anybody's gonna eat there and like they're much less incentivized to go over and eat the same fucking burger they've had for like 40 fucking years in a row now tommy i i agree with you i think it would be a successful thing my only thing is i don't know if plankton could successfully run it yeah he just he just builds a bunch of machines i think that the food court would be a good idea Mm -hmm. but but the prompt is how does he save the chum bucket i want to touch on something that winky said earlier okay so I think that there is going to have to be some tag team elements here between Gordon Ramsay and Dr. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. like a good cop, bad cop situation. Yeah. Hear me out. Right. So Gordon Ramsay's in there and he's talking to Plankton and things aren't going well. Right. So okay. like, you know, it's getting really heated. Things blow up. Somebody records it. Bing, bang, bop. It's on YouTube. It's gone viral. So yeah. the next thing you know, you know, it's only got a couple thousand views, not like yeah. anything major. Next thing you know, Dr. Phil's inviting Plankton onto the show. So Plankton and his mom are on Dr. Phil 
and Plankton has like some non sequitur that he says, right? And then like you know that gets made into a meme, and so now he's just like you know viral status and everything. Yeah. Plankton becomes somehow he you know gets a producer to sign him to make a song. Song goes viral. He becomes the next Bad Baby or whatever. <laughs> and so then one of these off. What is Bad Baby? She's the Cash Me Outside. How about that? That girl. Oh okay. yeah, but yeah. now she's like an Instagram in- influencer, okay. and her like entire rise to fame is pretty much solely thanks to fucking dr phil <laughs> okay, okay so uh plankton's off doing that and in the meantime gordon ramsay's still at the chum bucket training employees getting a competent manager stealing oh. plankton's wife getting this thing going yes yes gordon ramsay fucks karen holy <laughs> shit <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah and then plankton comes back and he's so he like realizes the error of his ways and he's like you stole my wife and gordon ramsay's like you left your wife yeah. And it causes Plankton's change of heart. Oh. More like change of fart. Next, <laughs> hey! question. Next question. Yeah, I think we're all agreed that it's technically possible. Marcus, Kay. serve it up. It's time for curse or no curse. So the way that we're going to do this is I'm going to explain all the good parts of this curse. Mm-hmm. Tim and Tommy are going to say that if they want it or not, and then they have to justify their position. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you were, and also I'm uh, cursed Howie Mandel. If you guys were to um, take this curse. Uh, thanks. Thanks, Howie. Thanks, Howie. You would firstly... Oh, sorry. Cursed Howie. Yeah. Cursed Howie. You would firstly be pulling some major ass, just like tail from anyone. Like, oh. and it would all be consensual. Okay. But okay. like, you just, you know, you know, just like major fuck spot going on. Okay. Okay. Um, next, you would always have reliable work. You would never be out of work. Um, Solid income? Mm-hmm. Uh, prob- yeah. I mean, like you would never want for, you know room or board or you know stuff like that okay mm-hmm. food um like you, you're gonna be able to make ends meet for sure okay next uh you'd never be tired you would never be sleepy probably not exhausted but like you would never <laughs> you're not really doing a great job selling this one i'm just saying i mean like okay how am i not doing a good job selling this one you, you said not exhausted if someone put that in a business pitch to me i'd be like that's the no 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 one. no. You would never be exhausted like in any like your day to day. Oh, you mean I would never get tired? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you would never uh, get okay. tired. You uh, have. Okay. You. I have thought that was some like. Stay. Yeah, I thought that was like a a, a a thinly veiled like. No. You'll never get tired because you don't sleep. Like yeah. <laughs> you're, you're perfectly stable in that like you don't have to worry about how you're going to pay your bills this month or anything like that. Gotcha. And you can like fuck anytime you want essentially. I feel like okay. Okay. Uh, now so, I don't I don't want to say anything, but I feel like we're getting turned into like a jellyfish or an octopus or something. I'm opening up the button. Curse or no curse? Curse. No curse. Get that shit away from me. Okay. Get that Howie, shit out of here. Howie. Howie with a big arcane rune inscribed in between his eyes and big <laughs> devil horns yep. i'd need you to know i will always take the curse cursed howie <laughs> cursed howie I cursed, will... cursed howie with your long flowing robes and dark shadowy aura i um, will never take your curses howie fuck you howie listener at home cursed howie. if you want to go ahead and decide whether you took the curse or no curse go ahead and say that out loud now yeah, yeah. even better tweet at us uh Put it down in the comments and hit that bell and subscribe button. Yeah, whatever the fuck. Yeah, um, sweet ass. <laughs> so, here's the curse. Mm-hmm. If you were to take it, you have just become a cubus of some sort, a succubus or an incubus. So, Tommy, a, the this kind of model of succubus, cubus, incubus that I'm going off of is mm-hmm. the ones that exist in dreams. So, you're a demon, first and foremost. Sick. Um now you are um, cool. You never Fuck, have to worry about, about dude. You mean that you and me, Howie? We're the same. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck 
<laughs> you never, you never have to worry about Howie. You never have to worry about room and board and stuff like that because you live in hell and you don't have to eat. So like, fuck yeah, yeah, you don't have to like pay any bills or anything like that. But you also Do I get to torture centers. Well, yes and no, <laughs> because you're going to be spending a lot of your time getting tortured. But also, um, whenever it's time to go to work, you know, punch that clock. You appear in people's dreams mm-hmm. and you know give them a nocturnal emission. Just a little old. I'm the wet dream demon. Essentially, yeah. Oh, That's actually so the wet dreaming. Yeah. People summon you whenever they want to get fucky when they're asleep. Okay. Yeah. Holy shit, Tommy! I'm so sorry that you have to go. Th- that you have to deal with this. This is the worst thing to have ever. But happened I get to, to live anyone. in hell, and I get to torture sinners. No, you're not torturing anyone, Tommy. Well, <laughs> you're he does. The, I mean, the the devil is going to be signing you up to like you know go and fuck sinners. Hold like in their dreams, or just like yeah, in, in their dreams. But their like, dreams. why is that a bad thing? How is that torture? Uh, it's actually well, because Tommy can suck out their soul. Oh, and so not like, and, and yeah. not in like in a really amazing blowjob way, but like in like a I like an like actual suck out. I'm their soul. Very, okay, yeah. So after okay, so after you guys have done after you go to their dreams, right? Yeah. They mm-hmm. call you to them, and you know you do what they want and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Then I give them an old handy. Yeah, <laughs> give them an old handy. Then you a grab, dry handy you in grab, the dream. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like it's gonna take. Mu- okay, I don't think I have to explain myself as to why. Yeah, I'm Tim, not it's okay. This. You can say it. You can say that it's probably not gonna take a long time for my dry handy to get him going. Well, see, that's, like, the that's, that's the thing. Oh my god, <laughs> that's the thing about curse or no curse is that first off, it's a dumb bit, and that's why it works. <laughs> it's like it's almost always better to take no curse. No, no, Tommy, explain yourself. I want to hear. I want to hear. Yeah, Tommy. well, first, I want to like. Okay. I, I guess I'm still not seeing the downside of this. Can you just like give me a like day to day of like what my life would be like as a demon? Yeah. So for one hour out of every 24, you mm-hmm. go and visit someone and give them a dry hand job, and mm-hmm. then for the other 23, you're being tortured in hell. So the demons don't actually get tortured in hell. That's the thing about hell. Well, yeah, but the like, sinners get tortured in hell, and the demons do the torture. But you're not like you're you're human turn demon. Like you're kind of just like you know you're like a part time ho- like seasonal worker. And so, like, when so, you're not on the job, you're getting tortured. Damn, wait, that actually sucks even worse. 23 hours out of the day, tortured? And then the remaining hour, you're tortured even so worse? So I don't think your sales pitch was accurate. <laughs> I don't think it Well, was that's the entire all. point of curse or no curse. I make it sound good, and then wait I try to trick you guys to taking a curse. Wait a second. Because you said I wouldn't want for anything in my day-to-day life. Well, no, I was... Because I, I would definitely want to not be tortured. Yeah, you definitely said and that. And to get good food. Now, Marcus, and, I don't and, mean to be a shitter here. <laughs> I'm getting... I'm, hold on, wait. I'm getting a call from our producers okay. uh, for Curse and No Curse, and they're saying that you guys can fuck yourself, so I'm going to run this bit. God damn it, Shadow Howie. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Curse Howie. Yeah, I'm going to get my back. evil laughing skull and my succubus powers <laughs> and make sure that every night when you dream, all you dream of is dry hand jobs <laughs> and blowjobs with teeth. Oh, yeah, fuck. I feel like it's only fair to give him a solid eight hours out of the day because then you're like, yeah, maybe I have like, a nine to five. Yeah, you're visiting uh, eight people every night, right? Oh. For an hour apiece, giving oh, okay. the eight dry handies. Well, that's we'll see. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> if you if you get your numbers up, you may get more hours on the schedule. We'll find. Okay, out. cool, cool, cool. Uh, thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Curse or No Curse. My name's Curse Tally Mandel. And, Wait, uh, I'm not done yet. <laughs> Hold on a second. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is why I wouldn't take this curse. I never got to explain myself. This is why I wouldn't take this curse. I feel like it doesn't have to, but go ahead. Like, you don't have to explain yourself, <laughs> but go for it. Okay, I want to explain myself. Yeah, yeah, please. Here's the thing, Howie. Fuck you, Howie. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> that, thanks for joining us for Curse and No Curse. Nice. Nice, Tim. Way yeah. to set it up. Howie, 
While you were paying attention to Tim, you didn't notice that I was spreading salt all around you, so you can't escape, you little shitty demon. (laughs) Get fucked, Howie. (laughs) Prepare for dry handies for the rest of your life. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to do it for us. Uh, Curse or no curse. Tune in every weeknight. Yep. Right after Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. We need to acknowledge a fact. Your ex sucks. That old teacher that, like, screwed you over that one time? Sucks. That old best friend who put gum in your hair? Sucks. Writer's block? Sucks. My old poetry? Sucks. Hi, I'm Addie DeVelvis. I am the host of Slam Your Ex Poetry, and I'm here to yell about what sucks through poetry. Slam Your Ex Poetry is a bi-monthly podcast featuring me and friends. Hi. While we get together and talk about our opinions. Opinion. Indeed. Join us while we yell poetry into my sweet, sweet girlfriend, The Void, and submit your own. She's hungry. This week, we are finishing up the semi-finals for Florida Madness. Florida Madness! And to those to those of you who are not familiar with what this is, this uh, idea was originally submitted to us by at extremely underscore dope underscore. It is a tournament for uh, these fake Florida people that we have procured. Uh, where each of these Florida people we have gotten from a Florida man generator from online. So far, we have gone through uh, quite a few battles. We started off with eight, and now we are down to uh, three. Uh, We already have one going on to the finals. Uh, That was last week. And so this week, we will determine who will join that one in the finals. And the two that we have prepared for you today are... Florida man fights neighbor's family for urinating in his microwave versus Florida man tries to sell three iguanas taped to his bike to passersby as dinner. Oh, did this guy get a buy? I don't remember him in the beginning. No, 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 no. He was in bike, 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 bike guy, bike dinner man. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh yeah. We, that's, that was the week that, uh, it was me, you and Max. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And me and Max decided uh, yeah. that so this guy was going to go on. Piss wave Mike versus dine and dash. Boy. Yeah. So I a hundred percent believe that Iguana boy is going to go forth. We've already determined, uh, that he has, uh, these, uh, big ass iguanas at his will. Uh, however, uh, in line with last week, uh, we are giving them some extra potency for the semifinals mm. and finals. Mm. So let's hear it. What are the powers? Now, I already know the powers for Iguana Man. This mm. man can summon massive iguanas, I will say at least uh, six feet in length, completely under his control, and they can fight uh, alongside him. Gotcha. And... Uh, he, of course, has his bike, which he can ride. Mm. Uh, and then his iguanas can also ride on his bike with him. I'd like to pitch this forward Flicker. for Piss Wave Mike. Okay. Mm-hmm. Piss Wave Mike has extremely radioactive piss. Oh, my God. And he it's uh, he carries it in, like, little flasks. So he can. it's like a splash potion. Holy shit. Oh, so he's like, he, like, whips it out and throws it on people just like, pocket piss. <laughs> Yeah, but it's like extremely radioactive. Okay, what happens? What what? What Wait. does it what does it do when it hits people? Well, immediately they get like uh what's it called like like sickness radiation from it. poisoning? Yeah, like So it's like oh. very long-term effects, but it's also as soon as it gets hit with you very nauseating, very disorienting. Yeah. You're probably going to pass out. Like not like immediately, but See, like that, there's some that happens to if, take effects. 
happens if people normally throw their piss on me? <laughs> yeah. So uh, now here's the thing, though. I will say is that this guy, it was never his own piss he was dealing with. Yeah. It was his neighbors. Yeah, because his, his neighbors. His yeah, that's why it's not it's not his piss, but he oh, just has blasts. So he just has he it. has the he <laughs> put the piss that was in his microwave into flasks well, and now uses it as a weapon. He just so happened to have been wearing his hazmat suit. You're not going to waste perfectly good radioactive piss. That's fair. Yeah. Is he constantly wearing a hazmat suit to protect himself from this piss? No, he's got a lead line pocket. Okay, yeah. cool. Mm. Uh, but what about when he takes it out and splashes it? Is he going to get like secondhand radiation? No, it's a lead line file. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah he's, uh, he's. But a... when it comes out and it's on the floor or near someone else, doesn't he have to like immediately leave the area? No, or he's like he has like lead coating in his skin. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's his yeah. mom like, was every, lead. Every morning, <laughs> God, every morning he takes a shower with water infused with lead. Makes and he <laughs> makes sure not to drink any of it or breathe it in. He does eat a nice, healthy breakfast of lead paint chips. We're gonna, we're going to take it back just a step. Every morning, he wakes up, puts on his snorkel, gets in the shower. <laughs> okay. Takes his water, lead shower. Yes, with uh, water mixed with like micro lead filaments, and then like whenever he gets out, <laughs> very he's good like, for you. Yes, he's a very, he's a little covered in lead. Okay. <laughs> Pretty covered in lead. Okay. And that way, he can throw these piss bombs. I think that this guy loses because. He is dead already. No, he's stop. already deceased. No, stop. Uh, unless his superpower is that he's immune to lead. Yeah, I mean, like that's what I'm saying. Like, but yeah. like what the the spirit of this character that I'm trying to get across to you, Winky. However, you want to justify it is Just that put he... him in a fucking hazmat suit. Fine, yeah, he's in a hazmat suit. Okay. it's like very flattering. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> why does it have to? Okay, never mind. Never mind. It's fine. I don't think he'll ever. Okay, this guy cannot win because he doesn't have any kind of mobility whereas bike boy has infinite uh mobility you know he rides his bike uh, infinite mobility. yeah he doesn't have any range though yes he does his iguanas he okay so you guys <laughs> no, no no listen his you, iguanas are all melee listen to me listen to me listen to me so you guys you guys have watched naruto right <laughs> i've seen up to the change <laughs> uh, yes you know, i've seen some you know of the naruto ninja that controls the puppets yeah. This is effectively this guy, except for he has more mobility than him. I thought you were going to make a thing about how he's like the, like how his iguanas are actually like the frog sages or oh, whatever. I, okay, yeah, yeah. It's like that too. It's, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. <laughs> That was the where my mind went first, but I didn't think you guys would understand that bit. But I thought all, since I, the puppet boy, I have a really bad habit of like finding things that are interesting, learning a whole bunch of spoilery shit, and then uh, never watching the show. That's fair. <laughs> I think okay, so Tommy, hear me out on this one. Mm -hmm. I think that all all Pisswave Mike needs is one good shot into the spokes of the bike. Oh, with a piss bomb! Piss just splatters everywhere. Yeah, well, it's like all you got to do is get the end cap on the Florida man. So, like, mm -hmm. if he, you know, if he gets a real good shot in the spokes, mm -hmm. that bike's going to flip over. There's piss everywhere, radioactive piss everywhere. Oh, he would never get close enough. What do you mean? He wouldn't get close enough. Well, like, anytime the iguanas come up, just piss bomb. Oh, it's, like, so easy, dude. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, they're <laughs> fully controllable by him. Yeah, but, like, piss bomb. Like, no, but I'm saying, like, he can fully control them. Yeah. What, what does that have to do with it? It means that, like, from a long distance, he's just, like... He yeah. can maneuver them around, yeah. and, like, I understand, like, yes, okay, before you say it again, sure, piss bomb, <laughs> yes. However, under the circumstance, if you have three, like, massive iguanas coming after you at once, like, okay, what can he do under this situation? If they're coming at him from all sides, he can piss bomb one of them, or, sure, maybe he can do a spin attack. In which case, now, now, 
In which case, you know what you know what he does? It is so <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny. Just like the matter of factness brought me back into reality and made me realize that we're talking about a man using a spin attack. To throw his radioactive piss <laughs> yes. on three iguanas. Yes. No, not his radioactive piss. Oh, someone, someone else's, else's radioactive, radioactive piss, piss on three iguanas. Uh, and now what he does, he spins around trying to spray the radioactive piss all around him. Uh, the thing about this situation that gets me, though, is that uh, Iguana Man, all he has to do is raise his iguanas <laughs> high into the sky, and then they can't be affected. And he's going to run Wait, out of piss. Wait, so he has, like telekinetic powers that's what i said he controls them completely yeah he's wait like, okay like complete, complete control i thought that that was like a, what's essentially like hive mind or like like mind control. control no he has complete control over them i don't he already uh, look, no, from, no i'm no, not down with that oh uh, no no because no, from last time he already had control over them okay so, so it only serves sky... to like like these iguanas haven't been escalated like at all he's mm. an iguana bender that's what you're saying yeah he's an iguana bender that's what i'm saying <laughs> okay so here's the here's what i'm saying here's where i'm because like right from now. this guy we're giving him fucking radioactive piss from a point where previously the last time we talked about him he had nothing and now he has uh, apparently a fucking thing where he can put it on someone and they immediately die no they don't no, die they they're just... incapped yeah, they just... That's effect. Okay, in, in They this get fight, radiation poisoning and die very slowly. Yeah, okay, great, sure. So, yeah. so in this situation where we already have this guy, who was already pretty powerful from last time that we talked about him, we specifically said, yes, he has control of these iguanas. Yes, the iguanas can be up to, like, four to six feet in length. So, yes, I think <laughs> it serves to escalate him equally. He is an iguana bender. Thank you. Okay, I, I, even with all those feats, I'm still taking Piss Wave Mike. I don't because, know Because, like, if tell. the iguanas are in the sky... Then now they're no threat to him, so he's just gonna throw piss at the Florida man. He if doesn't the have, are but back the Florida the man's ground. far away. He's too far. He has too much. He, he this guy, he doesn't have the mobility to catch up to him because he's on his bike. Okay, then it just ends in a draw. No, it doesn't. Yeah. End like in he's a draw. gonna so, easily take out. The no, because so the, what the I'm piss seeing... is not infinite. Marcus is what I'm saying. The piss is not infinite. He has a finite amount of piss, and he's uh. just gonna keep baiting him and kiting him endlessly. Uh. Okay, so what I see happening? Okay, piss wave. Mike walks under a. A patio so that only the iguanas can come at him at head height or this lower is in the winky dome there's no patios Tommy. he digs a hole <laughs> he can't dig a hole that's not one of his feet Tommy. okay 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 let's say he, like potentially he has the ability to knock out these iguanas then the bike guy is gonna have to come close because if he yeah. can take the iguanas out then he's like, there's no other way for the bike guy to win. But how would he take the iguanas out? He sprays them with the piss. No, but he... Iguana bender, Tommy. <laughs> I understand. I understand. <laughs> no, Tommy, he pulls them back. But that, like, that doesn't make them immune to piss. It doesn't make them immune to piss. <laughs> However, it makes it so that he can keep them at a reasonable... Like, I don't think you guys understand how... how like, piss can't go that far, is the thing. If you try to throw piss <laughs> from effectively a, a pocket flask... It will go no, a right. few feet. Right, he of have, course. He doesn't have but like the, a pocket The iguanas flash, eventually, if he if the bike guy wants to knock out Piss Wave Mike, yeah. he'll have to get the iguanas close enough mm-hmm. to where they're in piss flinging range. Now also, you guys are the thing about it is is you guys are putting Iguana Boy in a situation where you feel like he feels like he has to be the aggressor, where he is the one at the advantage. So if he becomes the aggressor, he is at an automatic disadvantage. There's no way he would put himself at an automatic disadvantage by being the one that is aggroed to Piss Wave Mike. 
I think we're all pretty entrenched in our views here. I think I think it's time to vote. <laughs> I just I well if if neither of them fight, if the guy on the bike stays far away the whole time, then they're just not nobody's gonna fight. I mean, the thing about it is is that Iguana Man, mm-hmm. he definitely has a solid win condition that he can meet. Mm-hmm. This is that's what I'm saying. He has a solid yeah. win condition that he can meet Which by is continuously is not even knocking out the guy, but like making him run out of piss. Because the thing about it is, he has three chances, mm-hmm. three chances to continuously try to like bait out all of this guy's piss. This guy doesn't have infinite piss. He's gonna have to keep spraying, and he has to spray enough each time. Well, you to keep knock saying out spraying. He doesn't have a spray. It's it's bombs. It's like little like Vials. like splash potions. Yeah. Okay, so even still. The piss is going to, it's not going to go as far as you think it will, okay? And for something to explode within a reasonable amount, like, it has to hit the ground or hit an iguana. It's way easier to hit the ground than it is to hit an iguana. If an iguana's in the air, it's going to be really hard to hit any of them. There's no way that he would risk just, like, tossing one of his precious bombs up in the air when he knows he has a finite amount of this. The only way he's going to get more is if his neighbors come back and piss in his microwave. Wait. Can the iguana guy control the iguanas if they're knocked out? Because he's an iguana bender. Yeah, for the sake of you guys having a chance at this, I have kind of... I haven't put forth that argument. However, for all the listeners at home, yes, he can do that. For you guys, I'll... That changes my mind then, because then even if the iguanas get knocked out, he just has three lumps of flesh that he can just chuck at... This guy's OP, dude. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, (laughs) I don't know what to tell you, dude. Like, hey, that's just how you win, baby. I didn't know, like, until halfway through that he could (laughs) fucking iguana bend. I just thought that he was, like, a hive mind with these iguanas. But, like, if 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 he can just have these fucking perfectly offensive and defensive units by arranging them however he wants and utilizing them after they're dead... Then fucking, I guess, but I'm still <laughs> voting Pisswave Mike on principle. Because I think Pisswave Mike is one of the most inventive characters that we've ever I think, had. Yeah, sure. I think he's, yeah, I think he's very inventive, but, then, but I, I think like, Iguana Bender takes yeah, it. Yeah, I think Iguana Bender takes I it. I fucking hate this, man. Every single <laughs> no. fucking. This is my bit, Winky. Florida Man was my bit in every round. I vote one for one Florida Man, and you guys dub, go back around and. Double stuff Oreo fuck. No, that's not true. That's not true. I've voted alongside you for several bits. For most of these... Okay, listen. Any long-time listener versus knows, I am always the one who gets fucked over on these things. Because as soon as I start believing in something heavily, typically, Marcus automatically gets on the side of his own side, and then Tommy usually joins up, and it's usually me fighting a losing battle. (laughs) So for once, for once, I think... I think Iguana Man is going to take it. And that's all I'm going to say. Because he's an Iguana Bender. And Iguana Bender beats Piss Wave Mike. I'm over it. Man. I'm over it. Okay. <laughs> Carry on. Tommy, oh, please God. rescue us from this Iguana Piss hell. So, I think I think it's finally time that we bring it up in the podcast. That, because it's been like five weeks now. Or something like that. I've lost track of time. We're in quarantine. Ev- everybody is. Or they should be. Yeah. Oh, God yeah, damn it. Um, well, we've, we brought we bring it up yeah, at the end. Well, yeah, yeah, at the end. But I mean, like in the podcast, oh, okay, in a bit. Yeah, yeah. It got. I I was thinking about this the other day. What would be the worst fictional character to have as a quarantine roommate? So it's just you and this other person in a house. Let's say there's like one bed, two bath, or let's say it's an apartment. One bed, two bath. One bed? Or no, no, two bed. Okay. One bath. Okay. That's what I mean. Sorry. I was like, whoa. I, okay, <laughs> two bed, room, two bed one bath. Bathroom. Yeah. Um, 
and you have like a, a little dining area, kitchen, living room. I'm thinking kind of like our old apartment. Okay. But like it's just shared between you and another person. You have enough income to like 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 it's it's quarantine, so you like it's reduced. Yeah. Like it's like what we've been living with, but like what would be the worst fictional character? Doesn't necessarily even have to be like a super powered character. It could be like somebody from like Arrested Development or something like that yeah. kind of show. But like who would be the worst? Okay. And I know that there's like some like obvious ones, but I want to take it and just like really Yeah, yeah. Just like so like everything they do pisses you the fuck off. I have a solid one. Okay. Too. And uh it's not who you might think. It's Iron hmm. Man. Tony Stark, because oh, God. there's no way he would be able to live in such an enclosed space without all of his uh, money shit. All mm-hmm. he would want to do is go out flying in his Iron Man suit. And if he did, at some point, he would get sick and he'd bring it back to you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I can't go shit. fight villains. Also, just, okay... I, okay, everyone, put aside your uh, strong feelings on Iron Man as a character and think about Tony Stark as a person. Yeah. So fucking annoying. Yeah. This guy. Fucking. Fucking. Insufferable. Insufferable. Just a worst. piece of shit. I would hate living with this guy other than the fact that he has a shit ton of money. Yeah. And, like, depending on which Iron Man we're talking about, if this is, like, Iron Man 2 Iron Man, that's still when he's doing, like, cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I got one. Okay. Fucking Buzz Lightyear. Holy shit! Because like, and I'm talking like Toy Story one. Like, <laughs> oh so my like, God. I feel Woody is definitely the everyman in that movie. Yeah, and so it'd be very relatable. Woody fucking gets in his face and screams at him, "You are a toy!" <laughs> After knowing him for maybe like two days. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, and yeah. like that they essentially have the same living conditions of being in quarantine. They can't leave Andy's room. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> it's a very small yeah. space. And so, like, if I were to deal with Buzz fucking Lightyear walking around my house in a giant, clumsy, gargantuan yeah. spacesuit, yeah. Also, trying to shoot me with a red laser pointer. That scene, whenever Woody hits the clicker on Buzz's helmet, has so much more meaning under the circumstances. And he's just like, can't breathe. getting virus. Yeah, you know, on like day three, Buzz would accidentally flick his wings out and break your TV. Yeah, (laughs) Buzz would accidentally (laughs) flick his wiener out. (laughs) Oh no, wrong button. Sorry. That's That's my double extension action penis. Oh my god! God. Karate chop action. (laughs) Oh my god! Oh my god! Please. All right, uh, Tommy. Who's your guy? Who's your guy? God, I gotta think. I like. I, I always posit these questions and then have no idea what my actual answer is going to be. That's fair. Um, let's see. Okay, I know I know I said no obvious ones, but I think I'm going to pick this one, but not for, like, the blatant... Like, like, not just because of his personality. Okay. But I think it would be Dwight Schrute. Okay. Namely because I feel like Dwight has, like, a very... Like, like a pretty high tendency... To be one of those, like, 5G causes COVID-19 guys. And, like, would spend the entire time, like, aluminum foiling your house. And, like, in your shit all the time. Just, like, cannot stay to himself the entire time you're together. And, like, 
constantly is like nitpicking like what food you eat because it's not like antibody resistant yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. See, like I feel like Dwight would definitely be up to these kinds of shenanigans, mm-hmm. but like it would be stuff like, no, I don't think five G causes COVID nineteen. I think it's four G. <laughs> like, yeah, just like just now, like making its like rounds, yeah. and like of course, like he's not. And you'll say something like, what are you going to do, spread aluminum foil over the house? He's like, no, that's what a crazy person does. I'm going to take mayonnaise and spray it on the walls. Because like, everybody knows <laughs> yeah, that mayonnaise yeah. can't pass for their 4G. Yeah, exactly. And also, I feel like he might be one of those types of people who would be like, uh, no, my immune system is strong enough. I don't think I can possibly yes. get it. Yes. Oh, I don't my God. You're so right. My genes are too Holy powerful. Holy shit. <laughs> yes. It would, it would just be a fucking death trap. Yeah, he would yeah. like have no care at mm-hmm. all for like any of it. And he would keep going into the office like over and over again. <sighs> and you just keep telling him like no you cannot do that anymore there's definitely a shot of him like trying like like there's as this episode goes on there's a shot of nobody else in the office and dwight just at his computer and it's a solid like 10 second long clip Mm -hmm. of dwight just like typing and working and like being completely silent and like like that's just the whole clip. It just yeah. ends. There's no punchline. No, but like at the end, he does a little cough. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like another day, he's like going in and he's like coughing into his sleeve and trying to pull on the door, and he's just like, "Why is the building locked?" And yeah. like a security guard happens to be there and like points at the COVID nineteen sign, and Dwight's like, "I've got to clock in." Yeah. Oh <laughs> god. Oh my Dwight, god, dude. Yeah. No. Yeah, that was a. Hey, good question, Tommy. Thank yeah, you. That's that was a good one. That was a fun one. Uh, Thank yeah, you. That was a good one. That was a good one. Can I throw you guys something? Yeah. Please. Okay. So, um, we're going to assume that everybody here has an Amazon Prime subscription or at least Twitch Prime. Yeah. Um, so, there's two new streamers on Twitch who mm-hmm. are really starting to blow up and you enjoy both of their content a whole lot. Oh, cool. Okay. They, um, it's surprising how um, similar they are. Uh, mm-hmm. They play a lot of games together. They're actually really good friends. Um, they go what to kind the of same, games they play? Um, you know, well, you know, stuff, stuff that you're into. Okay, So, cool. like, yeah. you know, whatever that may be. Um, they go to Hogwarts, and it is both uh, Harry Potter and Ronald Weasley. Ha- Weasley, however, their usernames and, like, their online personas <laughs> are um, Harry Pogger <laughs> and Ronald Streamly. <laughs> Uh, the name of this bit is going to be uh, Harry Potter and the 500 Bits. <laughs> oh, my God. I, like, all I can think of in my brain is just, like, Harry playing Minecraft and, like, falling into a pit of lava. And then it's just thousands of pictures of Harry's face, like, doing the Pog champ. It's, like, Harry oh Pog or something like that. Oh, my God. And it's just, like, thousands of them yeah. all, yeah, just like, just, like, streaming like through. It, or, like, uh, like people spacing out chosen one in like big <laughs> capital letters yeah and then like anytime uh he does something that was like stupid or bad and he's mm-hmm. just like oh sorry guys my yeah. scar started hurting there yeah. <laughs> oh god yeah. uh you have a yeah so who of these two streamers who you're gonna give uh, i'm actually gonna change this up it's your witch prime subscription uh, for uh, witch.tv uh and so um also if you don't know that much about it or anything uh just you know google pogchamp and that's the kind of image that people use all the time in streams yeah. you'll yeah. you'll know what we're talking about you'll, you'll get it you'll um, understand poggers oh, poggers Harry poggers dude i don't spend a lot of time on twitch i have a, like really hard time paying attention to streams because yeah. it's mm, i feel like that. it's easier to watch a video where they do the highlights instead of like if i and if i do have a stream on it's like in the background i'm not a very Same. active watcher yeah. but i feel like Honestly, 
based on their personalities, I would much rather watch Ron Weasley play video Ron games. Ron Streamley. Ron Streamley, yeah, excuse thank you, me. Because, yeah. like, he may not have the notoriety that Harry Potter has, and, like, um, he may not have, like, the good chat memes where it's, yeah. like, Harry dies, and then everybody's, like, Kappa, I guess Voldemort's back, Kappa, or something, <laughs> like, uh, like, but Ron would just have the best, I feel like he would have the better reactions, and personally, I feel like Ron has a lot more personality than Harry does. Yeah. Harry, uh, like, is definitely, at least, like, the way he was written and the way he is in the movies is just kind of a vehicle for the story to progress, uh, and, like, that has has some personality, but like was like whenever I think of Harry Potter, like my brain isn't immediately like, oh yeah, I remember Harry Potter's personality. It's always like, oh yeah, he's the boy who lived. His parents yeah, yeah. died. He has yeah, to fight Voldemort. Yeah, like fair. he's the chosen one. Not a whole lot of like memory of his personality. But Ron, I have a very distinct image of like mm-hmm. how he acts. He's pretty like I wouldn't say explosive, but like he would. He would rage a lot, I yeah, think, Ron and he would, would like. Fucking funny. I think he would be a more entertaining streamer. Yeah, I yeah. would. I think that my uh, Witch Prime subscription is also going to uh, Ronald Streamley mm. um, for mostly some mo- most of the reasons that you described, Tommy. I think that mm. he would just be more entertaining to watch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like uh, my thing on all of this is that hundred percent. Like, Ron would just be funny as shit. Mm-hmm. Like he would be the fucking like funniest guy. Yeah. Uh, like. He's, like, the guy who plays, like, these, like, obscure games whenever he's not, like, doing his main shit. Yeah. Uh, which is, like, I love that shit, man. Yeah. I go on and off with how much I watch Twitch. Mm-hmm. I, uh, at some points in my life, have watched Twitch every single morning while I get up, I get home, I put Twitch back on, I have specific streamers that I watch specifically throughout the day. Yeah. So, I would get pretty into Ron Streamly. hmm Harry Pogger... Now, Harry Potter, I would totally watch this guy, man. Oh, yeah, I would, I would definitely watch, watch guy, Harry Potter. But he would be like one of those channels where, like, you don't really donate because he's kind of just like, yeah, I don't really need it. Don't, you don't, you guys don't have to donate to me. I just like people watching. Mm, so, yeah. but then, like, Ron would be like, yeah, thanks for the bits, guys. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and Harry Potter would be like, oh, yeah, no, you guys don't have to. I'm already rich. So, like, I'm not really stressing for money, guys. <laughs> I'd just be like, man, fuck this guy. I can only watch Harry Potter for like a solid like 30 minutes and then I'm like, I'm, I'm clocking out. But like Ron Streamley, I am like, I can be checked in all day, man. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Harry Potter's probably better at the games he plays. He's probably like yeah. a speedrunner or like a, an esports uh, player or something like that. Yeah. That's why he doesn't need uh, the... Harry Potter plays League. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or he plays like uh, Quidditch Online or something. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. So, like, or like, the like Madden esports equivalent or something oh where like no, he, like no. it has a devoted following but like not really one that I'm interested in or like something that I'll just like put on to have in the background while I do something else but like yeah. Ron Streamly would be like all right guys here's a here's a indie game I found on Steam for thirty cents yeah we're playing Shower we're... with Your Dad Simulator 2016 <laughs> yeah yeah he's like I've never fucking played this game in my life but let's give it a go. <laughs> Or, or like, oh my god, there's just like so much potential here. Like the they get like the whole Gryffindor common room to come in and play uh, Jackbox, oh, or like oh, that would be good, or dude. something. Like God, there's just there's a lot of content in yeah, uh, Harry of Potter, but streamers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Harry Potter in the 500 bits, dude. Yeah, Harry Potter, dude. Voldy Kappa. 
God. <laughs> Voli Gappa. That's our last goof. We just want to say special thanks to our producers, Jess Adams and Max Nolan Young, for editing this episode, designing our cover art, and being streamers. streamers. <gasps> oh, Ooh, you can find Max on Twitter at Max and Young, and you can find Jess on Twitter at AntlerGoth. And most importantly, we would like to thank you, our listeners, because without you, we would not have a show to put on. And if you would like to submit a question, then you can tag us or DM us on Twitter at versus extreme, or you can choose an email at versus extremecast at gmail.com. And I promise I have been checking the email more recently. Uh, you can also find more episodes of versus extreme on Apple podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts. We put out episodes every Tuesday and please don't forget to rate and review and subscribe to us on iTunes or your preferred streaming platform or whatever. It really just helps us push us up in the algorithms and gets other people to hear the same goose that you've come to know and love. Also, please hit us up on Twitter this week to weigh in on who you think would win in our most divisive question, which I think uh I think it's time that we let everybody else weigh in on the uh on the Florida man ah. of the week on the on the Florida madness uh bit. So, uh please let us know if you think Pisswave Mike or um the Iguana Bender Iguana San man. Shinobi Iguana should man. win. I- Iguana Iguana. Lana Del Guana. Please, please let us know. We want to know your thoughts. And if you like this episode, please tell a friend. We're the mouth of the best way to get new listeners, and we love sharing this thing that we do with as many people as possible. Thank you so much for listening. Go listen to Slam Your Ex, and I think that's it. Maybe anything yeah, else? yeah. Stay Wash home. your hands. Stay home. Stay, stay safe. Home, stay, stay safe. safe. Yeah, yeah. Don't talk to people. Yeah, just completely self isolation. <laughs> yes. Please. Uh, I'm Marcus Driscoll. Good night, San Francisco. I'm Tommy Calhoun. How many people does it take to change me? And I'm Tim. And I love you. Brought to you by Dryer Sock Productions. Pop that pizza pie in the oven, baby. We're about to start a podcast.